Welcome to Moms Out Loud Podcast. I'm Alexa. And I'm Rachel. And you're listening to episode seven. Woo! So we are still together and we are just um, sitting in a hotel room together. Staring into each other's eyes. <laughs> yeah, once again, we're just uh, trying to get a few episodes done together because it's just kind of fun and makes our lives a little easier. Yeah. We so and we've already caught up with each other beforehand, but um, let me tell you what I endure today. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's hear it. So we are having a good morning. I, so I pick up donuts for the kids because I'm like, hey, special treat. Everyone's behaving. Let's pick up donuts, awesome. right? I'm a cool mom. We got this, okay? <laughs> and then I put, I take Angela to speech therapy. We wait in the car while she has speech therapy. We're watching a movie. And then Tyler, all of a sudden, he's walking around. He wants to play outside and like walk around in the grass. So I'm letting... Eric watched the movie in the car, standing right outside the car with Tyler. And then all of a sudden, he goes to pull down his pants to go pee. Oh, where? <laughs> but it's in front of, like, all these office buildings. Oh, no. So I'm like, babe, you know, usually I would let him pee in the grass, whatever. At your house, yeah. But it's in front of these buildings, and their windows are all open. And I'm like, let's go into the building to go to the bathroom. Okay? Just hold it. Yeah. And I know he can hold it, so it's fine. So then I go into the car, and I say, okay, Eric... Turn off the movie. We have to go inside, take Tyler to go to the bathroom. And it is the end of the world Aww. at that moment. So my day instantly, like, switched from, like, perfect day to, like, horrible day at that oh, very no. moment. And then he put up a huge fight about, why why can't I stay in the car by myself? Which, okay, first off, I think I've left him in the car, like, maybe a couple times when I'm, like, standing right near the car. Yeah. It's not like I go into a building and leave him in the car. Yeah. You know? Well, and that, that morning, I had gone and picked up something from my friend friend's house, and I had gone into her house. Her window was right there. I was, like, watching, physically watching my car yeah. for a minute. And so it's not like I've just, like, left him, like, peace out, five-year-old in the car, like, watching a movie, like, I'll see you later. Yeah. No. Okay, I've never done that. And so I look at him, like, why would I leave you in the car? Yeah. You know, like, we need to just run inside, go to the bathroom, we can come back, turn on back on the movie. Yeah. Not a big deal. Oh, my goodness. He screamed and shouted at me. Of course, I had to take away a privilege because I was like, I have yeah. to discipline him somehow. Like, I don't even know what's wrong with this kid. <laughs> And, yeah, so just downhill from there, he had an attitude all day long with me, and, man, it just wears on you as, like, a mom, because it's just, like, I thought we were going to have a good day, I'm really nice, I promise, Yeah. but then I spend half my day, like, with an angry child, and I'm yelling. Yeah, (laughs) that sucks. (laughs) Like, don't talk to me that way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the heck? And then, of course, my five-year-old, he's really smart. And he's like, well, you know, Mom. You know, so he talks back, um, which, bad boy. But at the same time, the things that he says are, like, really intelligent. So it's just like, I can't even be mad at you right now. Because he's like, Mom, if you had just been – you weren't very helpful. Because if you had just explained to me why I had to come out of the car – then it would have been okay instead of you just telling me what to do, you know? And I'm just like, okay, little teenager. And that's what he, that's what he said. I didn't even say that out loud. He's like, 
I'm kind of like a teenager mom. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, are you? You are. It's crazy. And so like I go, I flip flop. It's like I'm an insane person. It's like I flip flop from being like mad, yelling to like, you're really smart. And I hate that you're so smart. <laughs> and I love you so much. Yeah. And so I go back and forth on my punishments with him, which is bad. I'm a bad mom. Um, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'll punish him and I'll be like, you're not playing with your friends today. But then he'll be like really sweet later that day and I'll be like, okay, if you promise not to do it again, I'll let you play. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad. I just can't help it though. He's oh. just so cute. Uh, which I don't even know. We, moms are psycho. Because it's, <laughs> we really are. Because like, how do you see that as cute? Like if anyone else did that to me, you'd be gone. Like, not gone, but I'd be like, never seeing you again. Yeah. Peace. But when my kid does it to me, I'm like, it's okay, babe. I love you so much. Will you give me a kiss? Right. <laughs> We're crazy. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, that's so it's funny. It's awesome. That but yeah, like a fun day. Yeah. And we've been working on, like, I was having a conversation with one of my neighbors. And I let him go outside. I didn't let him play with his friends. But I was like, let's get some air. Let's clear the air between us and just go play outside together. Yeah. So I was still holding to his punishment, but we were outside. And then, of course, I run into my neighbor, and then we're talking. And Mr. Mom, I'm bored. Let's not do this right now. I want to go to the park. <laughs> Stop talking. This is so boring. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cannot just slap my child. <laughs> But, you know, of course, the other mom, she understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's just something we're working on. It's like, don't interrupt. Don't be rude. Yeah. You know, little things for a five-year-old. So sometimes he's good. Sometimes it's just, man. I think children rearing in general is just constant correction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right. So it's like, I love you because I made you and I'm really into you because you're a part of me. Right. But I also have to discipline you 24-7 and it sucks and yeah. it's hard and I wish we could just be friends. And yeah. Which is not good for child rearing, right. but <laughs> it's just uh, so confusing. Well, and it's, it's bad too because I see the worst parts of me in him. Oh, yeah. You know? Like all the good stuff, I don't even know where that came from, but all the bad stuff is me. You know, and I'm just like, so I'm trying to correct a little person from, like, my sin. That looks like you. Yeah. You know? Or not looks like you, but is acting like you. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. So whenever he does something, it's like I can't even be too mad at him. Like, I needed to correct him, like yeah. you said. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, yep, he's just a little me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, so whenever he tells me, no, mom, I'm not going to do that, Lael will look at me and be like, hmm, that sounds familiar oh, because no. I do that to him. <laughs> so Lil will ask me to do something. And if it's something, okay, I try to be a really good wife, okay? Sometimes he asks me to do really ridiculous things at really ridiculous times. And I'm just like, no, babe, I'm not going to do that. So then <laughs> translate, five-year-old. That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, we're just battling. Just mom and yeah, just all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. But that's just how it is. That's so funny. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see Roland. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome. But it will be awesome because you guys are both <clears throat> wonderful human Whatever. beings. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be all Luke. Charming. I sure hope so, but I don't think that's how I'm going to. Uh, 
probably going to get that lucky. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you are. We'll see. I just, I think, I well, I heard someone talking about how it hit, impacted them when their moms prayed for them. So if they knew that their moms had been praying for them. And so that's just kind of what I try to do. It's like yeah. I pray. I'm just like, Lord, just, you know, even if I can't do anything, you know, because it's my actions that are, he's watching and then he's repeating, yeah. you know, in his little five-year-old brain. So, Lord, even though he's watching me do these things, like, please like, just, just help, help him me. be yeah. better than me. Yeah. You know? I get so. that. Well, even, like, my stepmom always has said and has prayed for me to find, like, a godly husband. And so when I met Luke and we fell in love and all that stuff, if she ever talks about it, she'll just, like, cry and be like, I prayed for him. Right. Oh, and it's really yeah. sweet, you know? Yeah. And, uh. So it's cool because it's like she gets to see the answer to her prayers. Yeah. And uh, I get the benefit of those. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mom prayers are super powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's funny because I see myself, I think we all see ourselves in like the worst light. Of course. Yeah. And so <clears throat> whenever I start talking about like my bad side, like everyone's like, what, Alexa? Like you're perfect. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not saying that like conceited, <laughs> I know, I but know. like I like when you meet me in person, I'm just a very calm person. That's just kind of yeah. how I come off. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like girl at home is different. <laughs> You're like it's warm. And for man. everyone, it's different. It is. It is. Yeah. And I just know my my husband's family. They're always like, we prayed for you, Lexi. We prayed for Aww. you. But just because I helped, I don't know. I helped Lael just get back into church. You know. Yeah. Be. A better version of himself and he's done the same for me but yeah it's just interesting it's interesting to see that it's like I see the worst in myself but I still have someone telling me oh you were so good see I, you know? I see what you're saying and for me I feel like Luke's amazing and perfect and I'm like the bad sheep and his family's probably like oh okay I guess that's no. fine <laughs> no way they're like well you really bring him down a notch but no. uh <laughs> No, you guys, like, you guys have a good balance, so. We try. (laughs) Not that you're, like, the bad one. I'm just saying in different aspects. It's, like, you guys, but but you guys have, like, you open each other up to different, different things. And that's good, because if you married someone that was the same as you. We'd be in jail. It'd be boring. Or it'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It would be bad. Yeah. So that's why it's so neat when you see your children being born, because it's, like, a little bit of me, a little bit of you. Yeah, a little bit of themselves, you yeah. know, like, I don't know, a little I'm excited sugar to spice. see his um, personality come through. Yeah. I mean, he already has, like, a little bit of one, but I mean, like, once they're, like, talking to you more so, or even just are able to communicate in some way more so that they, right. you can be like, oh, that's me, or that's Luke, or that's Sin, right. <laughs> or them, you know right. what I mean? Right, So, I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah. But do you okay. want to get into today's topic? Oh, Yeah. <clears throat> So today we want to talk about guy-girl friendship, and specifically friendships when you are married. Mm -hmm. So as in I'm married and my friendship with another man that isn't Luke. Mm -hmm. So first, um, I just want to hear a little bit about if you have guy friends and if Lael has girlfriends. Right. So I do not have guy friends. I mean, I... I have guy friends kind of... I mean, they're not my guy friends. If it's a couple, so if we're at church and there's a couple that we know and I'm friendly with a guy in front of everybody else, we're having a conversation, sure, I can consider him my friend, but not really. 
you know? And uh, with Lael, no, he doesn't have girlfriends. I know he, he talks with women like at the gym or at work, but when it comes down to it, he doesn't have their phone number and he's not calling them up for anything. They're not friends. Yeah. And when we were dating, which we only dated for a short while, but he did have girlfriends and I did have guy friends. And that changed really dramatically when we got married. It's, it was just like, what's the point of having this guy friend? It kind of creates problems. Why am I running to so-and-so instead of talking to you about it? And then we also had a weird thing where one of his girlfriends, she was really close to him. And I really, I understood their history, why they were so close. But at the same time, it kind of became inappropriate when she would call him at weird times to ask questions. And it's like, we were on a date and it's like, I really kind of seems like she's just coming in between us. I'd really appreciate it if you like downgraded that friendship. Yeah. You know, and it was up to him. It wasn't like I made him like, I'm not going to marry you if, you, if you're if you still friends with her, no, you know. No, no, no. He could still keep that friendship, but he needed to realize that it was on a different level yeah. than what we were. Yeah. So, how about you? So, I would definitely say that Luke and I don't have friends of the opposite sex, at least not close friends. We have right. friends in a sense that, like you said, so I have girlfriends whose husbands... I've known for years. For one example, I had a friend whose husband was super cool and like friends with Luke too. And he randomly wanted to like text me like joking. And I was just a little bit uncomfortable with that simply because I have had, before I was married, I have had experiences where husbands of my friends would text me and it would get weird. Mm. And so I just wanted to set boundaries for myself from then on out to not even let that be a thing. So I kind of told her like, Hey, I'm sorry. You guys are awesome. And I'm so glad we're all friends, but I just don't feel comfortable texting your husband, you know? And so she kind of thought that was weird initially because she didn't get it, but I'm going out of my way to protect her marriage and my own. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't care if that makes people uncomfortable because at the end of the day, I, I, my goal is to protect my marriage. Right. So now when we all text, we use group messages. So that's kind of cool that we have, we were able to set boundaries. And so like, yeah, when we're all together at like a hangout or something, I will like hug my friend's husbands, assuming like, I know they're not creepy or weird or it's not going to be taken weirdly because I know them or I can be like I love you guys as in like I love you guys as a couple and I have love for you guys or just have one-on-one talks with them but it's not like I'm calling him and being like what do you think of this decision in my life or texting him a picture of something and being like what about this or being like do you want to go to lunch because i Frankly, I don't want to go to lunch with them one-on-one. That would be weird. Yeah. (laughs) So that's just kind of my experience with guy friends as of late. And for Luke, Luke grew up very close to some girls. And he's still friends with them until this day. And now, um, well, one of them is married. But initially when we were dating, he went and he was visiting one of his friends. And they had gone to breakfast, him Mm -hmm. and her. And he is just nice, and so he paid for breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's just Luke. He always offers to pay. And I remember being like, 
not that cool with that because I was like, if we're dating and you're paying for other girls to go on meals, like go out with you and have meals, you're taking her on a date. Yeah. And <laughs> or it looks like it. Or it looks like it. And even though she might not think it's a date, you might not think it's a date per se. I think it's a date. Everyone else thinks it's a date. Everyone thinks it's a date. Yeah. So you're just going to have to do me a favor and not do that. Right. (laughs) And so obviously I would never be like, you can't go out to breakfast with your friends. But you can't pay for their meals and go on dates with your friends. Right. So he hadn't seen it that way, but he was totally open to making a change once I showed him that it bothered me. So... I would say, no, he doesn't really have girlfriends. It's not like he texts them when they're not together. It's like, if we're all in town, we'll get together. Right. But it's not like they're calling him, he's calling them. It's really nothing like that. Yeah. So, yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, and before we got married, one of my best friends was a guy. And he was <clears throat> near and dear to my heart. Like, he... We just would laugh and laugh for hours. Like, he was a great guy. Yeah. But when I, after I got married, what am I going to go to him for? You know, it's one of those things. It's like, if I'm paying attention to him or hanging out with him, I'm taking away time from my husband. Yeah. Say that's not the case. Say I'm not taking time away from my husband. But then again, what am I talking about with him that maybe I shouldn't be talking about? You know, and it kind of came down to, you know, at the beginning of our marriage, you know, I'm Cuban for any of you guys that don't know. We fight a lot because I just like my passion goes up like zero to 60, you know, really quickly. So when something happens, I'm just like really fired up about it. I might call a couple people. Well, I mean, that was like immature married me, you know, yeah. I might call a couple people and be like, look at what Lyle did, you know? Immature me, okay? I, I've really changed since then. But I noticed that I was doing that, and it was just inappropriate because then another guy is able to kind of put himself into, well, I don't know why he did that. or I, You know, and my friend was always really good about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I realized, why am I telling mm-hmm. a guy this at all? Yeah. Because this can go south really quick. Yeah. So, and not that I had any intentions for it to go south, obviously. I mean, we were both happy with who we were with. Yeah. But again, it wasn't needed. It wasn't a friendship that was healthy anymore. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's one of those things that maybe early on in a relationship or in a dating relationship, you might be like, oh, well, it's fine. It's no big deal. And maybe it's not then. But I think when you say those vows and you pick your person, I think the tables really turn then, and then it changes altogether. Right. Well, and to go off of that, I have a lot of girlfriends. Um, I know someone's probably listening right now, but I have someone that's always telling me, well, he's just jealous, talking about the husband. Oh, he's just jealous. And what I was raised... My dad always told me, men are pigs, men are pigs. And he would tell me that over and over and over again. I started thinking, like, why is my dad so hard on his sex? You know? Why is my dad constantly telling me this? And then I get married, and I think, oh, oh, like, men are sexual beings. Yeah. You know? So when you're hugging guys willy-nilly, 
right? Mm -hmm. And you're not thinking about where your chest is mm -hmm. when it's touching them. I mean, it, that kind of sounds dramatic, but you really do think about that. You really have to think of that as a mature woman. And it's like, my boobs are on this guy when I'm hugging him. Like, you might not think anything of it because we're women. We don't, a lot of us don't think about stuff like that, yeah. you know, in the way that a guy is going to be thinking about something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. So, I mean, you have to think about it too. It's like, is your man just jealous? I mean, sure, he could be a sociopath and like jealous and trying to isolate you, right? <laughs> but m most of the time, it's going to be, he just knows what a guy's thinking, yeah. you know? Does this guy, you know, think these things about you? How, what are you guys talking about? Is he into you? Yeah. And just, you know, because you think about it, your guy friends are really close to you and they're probably people that you would kind of be interested in because you guys have so much in common. Yeah. So your husband's going, yeah, he might be jealous or your husband might be jealous. Yeah. Because you're so close with this other person and he knows how guys think yeah. and he knows that a guy can manipulate and be like, oh, well, I want her for myself one day. You know, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, that might be a dramatic way of thinking of things, but that's kind of how I was raised. We can't think of it all in, like, women terms, you know. Oh, well, we wouldn't do that. This is just an emotional relationship, yeah. you know, and a guy is not thinking the same things. Why is this guy taking so much time to listen to your drama? Yeah, but I also think that having an emotional relationship with a man that isn't your husband Agreed. is also a problem. Agreed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kind of just look at it at, at both, both ways. Both yeah. ways. I mean, if you are not being emotionally net met in your marriage where you're having to seek outwards, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you really have to think about it. And I mean, would we say just with what we've said already, would we say that it's right or wrong? What would you say? Is there a gray I, area? I am one of those people. And I always have been, even when I did have guy friends that didn't believe that women and men could be friends without your male friends wanting to sleep with you. And yeah. I still firmly believe that Yeah. because I very rarely had a friend that didn't at some point, some way, somehow, at least imply he could be interested in me. Oh yeah. And so if that's the case... I don't think as a married woman, woman, you can just be friends with a man. And I'm not saying acquaintance or friendship as a couple. I'm saying actual friendship where you put a lot of time and effort and your heart into that. Right. I just don't think you can. No. And I know some people might not like that, but you can uh, let me know how that goes for you right. in a couple of years. <laughs> and I feel... I, I, I feel like the older we get, the more common this this idea is. Yeah. Though, I because I think we all see the longer we're married, the more kids we have. We don't really have time for other friendships, let alone opposite sex friendships. Yeah. It's like that's not even on our radar unless we're thinking something bad like unless we're cheating or like kind of walking into that territory yeah like getting the attention from a new male and oh it's kind of nice he's really interesting this is kind of fun and yeah. then it almost feels like the beginning stages before you date someone right well maybe you shouldn't be doing that yeah maybe you shouldn't be talking to him yeah yeah and I know for me too we're 
we're, uh, and I talked to Rachel about this all the time, but we're six years into our marriage. We, we do fight and we do have vulnerable moments where it's like, man, the grass would be greener on the other side. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine being in this, not this specific, I mean, not that we fought today, <laughs> but I'm just saying in a situation after a fight and then having that vulnerability to have a guy friend that maybe uh, listened to me a little bit better. Yeah. You know, because he's not living with me. He doesn't have to deal with me every exactly. every second. So he's going to have a little bit more patience and compassion for me. And, oh, my, you know, he loves me more. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine being in that situation. And I'm glad I don't put myself in it. Yeah. I just say, get away from me, Satan. <laughs> not today. I just right? think it's so important to be aware of the dangers of it and make the decision to guard yourself from those and talk about it with your spouse and make them aware so that they can do the same because I don't have an issue if Luke's at work chatting with the girl from his office, you know what I mean? Right. But I don't want him to text her. Right. And I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't want him to do it. Right. So it's kind of like an equal thing. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you and your spouse are on the same page with that because I think it's really important because if you want to be married and have a long successful marriage, that's stuff you got to talk about and see like, okay, what are we cool with and not cool with? Right. Because like I said before, generally, if Luke and I are going to text our friends of opposite sexes or whatever, we'll text them and their spouse in a group message, which I know seems extreme, but then it kind of all gets us involved, builds the friendship like the group friendship, which is cool, but also doesn't leave any room for anything to look bad, to be misinterpreted, or for anything to ever happen for the safety of all of our marriages. And so it's extreme, but I do think it's really responsible. Right. And I know with just friendships in general, you're going to fight in a marriage and, you know, there's not going to be perfect. And not every day is perfect. No. So I try to guard my heart, put friends around me that support my marriage and so when when things happen and you're talking to other people, I make sure that I talk to people that are like, you know what? Like Rachel, she'll be like, he probably didn't mean it that way. Or you have to, you know, you have to do that. I don't know. I went off on a tangent on that one. But. <laughs> but I think what you're trying to say is that if you are in a place in your marriage where maybe you had a spat and you feel like I need to talk to someone, I need really to go to someone right now. Well, you want right. to go to someone who number one is hopefully the same sex as you and number two who's going to support that you want to fight for your marriage right so you don't want someone who's going to be like yeah you're right your husband sucks right you need to get out of that yeah i mean unless of course he does suck and they do want to get out of that <laughs> But I just think it's better to go to someone who's going to be like, okay, well, you know, look at it this way or, you know, make take some time to think about it this way and just kind of encourage you to see it a little bit differently and encourage each other to strengthen the marriage and do things to help the marriage and better it instead of being like, yeah, let's tear down your husband together. Right. Um, right. And so I all that's why it's so dangerous to possibly have a close friendship with someone who's a male because I feel like it'd be like, well, I would never do that right. or what that's are the so motives? crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, if his intentions are good, he won't even want to hear about that. No. 
in my opinion. Guys, yeah, I just feel like the longer I live with a man, the more I, I know that they don't really talk too much. Like, <laughs> I, you know, girls talk, what, five times more yeah. than men? Probably, if not more. And so it's just like your guy friend, whoever this person is, do they really want to know about it? And if they do, why? Yeah. But I intentions? like that idea of the, the group text messages because then it holds everybody accountable to what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, we very yeah. rarely have to do that. Right. But, like, generally, if it's, like, we're going to hang out with our couple friends, I'll just, like, hit up the wife myself or, you know, vice versa. Right. But if it's, like, Luke's going to make plans to hang out with his friend who's a woman when we're somewhere then I'll just yeah. text us all. But at this point, now that, that we've been married for a little while, like all his friends, I like kind of stole them away. Especially the, the girl ones. They're more right. my friends than his friends at this point. Right. So it's me making plans with them. So that's not even an issue. Right. And I also think it's kind of because they get it and they respect yeah. the boundaries and understand that things change. Because one of them got married like right around when we did and the other one is uh, getting married soon. But I think they just get it, you know. Yeah. And thankfully have respect for me as a woman Right. And just understand that things change and that there's boundaries when it comes to male and female relationships. Yeah. So. And you have to have boundaries. If you're going to have a healthy relationship, <laughs> are you are you on the um, Camp Lejeune wives page? Or, page no. or it's like new mommies or whatever. I swear to you, every single time, you know, divorce happens, it's either there's no boundaries with the in-laws Oh, yeah. Or there's no boundaries with the girlfriends, oh. you know? So these two things, it's just, it's these things that I see all the time. It's like you need to create boundaries in your life and in your relationship to have a relationship that works for both of you. Definitely. And I, I think we all have to work through it at the beginning of our marriage. Oh, What definitely. do we want? What are we comfortable with? Everyone's going to be comfortable with different things. Yeah. This, I don't really think that there's a gray area, but whatever, if you guys both decide that there's a gray area, like you guys can both have guys and girlfriends, I mean, more power to you. But yeah, you, you, you talk about your boundaries together and what you're comfortable with and be real with each other because there's been times where Lael has been invited to bachelor parties and I'll just be totally forward and say, I'm not comfortable with you going to that place. Yeah. You know, whether he had decided to go or not, that was, you know, beyond my, what I felt comfortable with. Yeah. So then he was going to be like, okay, you don't want me to go. That's fine. You really have to speak up. And I think some women are scared to speak up because they feel like, oh, I don't want to lose him by being nagging or yeah. put rules around my man. But no, it's about both of you guys. You know, what are you comfortable with? So you guys can have a healthy relationship and love each other the best way together. Yeah. You know, every relationship is and don't it. have double standards. So if you're like, well, I have a ton of guy friends and I am not going to stop being friends with them just because I'm getting married. Right. All right. That's fine. Are you cool with your husband having a ton of girlfriends? Right. Just really think about it. I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends tonight. <laughs> Do you want him to go and be out at a bar or wherever with them and have them be telling him their wants and needs and things that bring right. them joy and like does he really need to know that about them right so basically all i'm saying is uh before you think about what's best for you think about what's best for your marriage 
Yeah. Because there's two sides to it and it's really easy to see your own and be like, well, this makes sense for me, but I don't know if I actually want him to do that. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's two-way street, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, going off of what Rachel's saying, next time you're out with a guy friend, just think about what am I talking about? How much time am I taking away from my spouse? Think about it. Just sit there and be like, hmm, could I have just talked about this with my spouse? Yeah. You know, or what are we doing? And just think about it in the moment. I encourage you to do that. Yeah. So we know this is kind of a shorter episode, but we really just wanted to touch on this because I feel like in this day and age, everybody thinks you can do everything and it's fine. Yeah. But it's not always fine for your marriage. Right. So. Yeah. Sometimes being conservative or being old school helps. Yeah. So sometimes we have to take a step back from our pride, our selfishness, and just say, okay, what do I need to do aside from what I want to do? Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm really curious to hear if you guys do have friendships with the opposite sex as married people. How do you handle that? How does it work for you? Does it work for you? And if it does, I'd love to hear like your side because I'm not against learning something and seeing someone else's perspective. I'm totally sharing my personal opinion here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd love to hear if people think you can do it and how. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, if not, (laughs) you can let me know that too, I guess. Right. Yeah, because I think we went into this thinking, oh, we both kind of agree on this topic. Yeah, it was funny because I wasn't expecting us to agree on every point, but uh, just kind of worked out that way. (laughs) Um, but if you do want to let us know that you can email us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on all the social media platforms at Moms Out Loud. And you can connect with me at A Rockwell Estate on all platforms. And you can connect with me at Rachel Player Photography on everything as well. And we will talk to y'all soon. See ya. Bye.